Good morning, good morning, good morning, or should I say good afternoon? Welcome, 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 one and all. Welcome to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Friday that God has decided to wake us up in. Let's give God some praise this afternoon. I'm a little bit late. Your girl been running around since 6 a.m. this morning, but I'm never too late to give God some praise, and neither are you. So let's get to it. Let's let them know that we love them. Heavenly Father, we come right now in the name of Jesus, we come boldly, boldly to the throne on this day, Father God, that you have given us, Father God, the one that you have so skillfully woken us up in this morning. Father God, we thank you this morning for every breath that we're breathing right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every working limb and every beating heart and every working organ in our bodies, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the gift of life, Father God, and the gift of speech, Father God. We thank you, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus for being able to call out your name, Father God, your only begotten Son, whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you for giving your one and only to us, Father God, and dying on the throne, Father God, for us, Father God, and raising up again on the third day, Father God, for our sicknesses, for our diseases, for our healing, and just because you love us, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you this day, Father God, right now, Father God, for every gift, every skill that you bestowed upon us on this day, Father God. We thank you for our family and our friends, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for our nation's leaders on this day. Every bishop, every minister, every president, vice president, leaders, senators, mayors, anyone in a leader leadership position right now. Heavenly Father, we just thank you on this day, Father God. We thank you for the gift of speech, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for keeping our mind, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for directing our paths on this day, Father God. Thank you for making wisdom our sister and understanding our next akin, Father God. We know that you're able to do all things right now. Father God, we plead the blood over our nation right now, Father God, that you hold in your hand right now, Heavenly Father. Men hearts on this day, Father God. We may not understand it, Heavenly Father, but we know that you are able because you are sovereignly in control, Father God. Let us not lean to our own understanding on this day, Father God. But let us come to you, Father God, because you said in your word, command it of me, and so shall it be. Heavenly Father, you also said in your word, when one or two or more are gathered, you are there so in the midst. So right now, Father God, we plead the blood over our lives. We plead the blood 
over our nations, Father God. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father, for all that you're doing and all that you will do, Father God. Heal the sick, Father God. Heal the shut-in, Father God. Somebody's mind, Father God, right now is all over the place, Father God. Give them peace, Father God, that surpasses all understanding, oh Heavenly Father. You said in your word that you go before us to prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies and you anoint our head with oil. Father God, and truly goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in your house this day and forevermore. We just thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to your name. You are worthy to be praised right now. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you will continue to do in our lives, oh, Heavenly Father. We seal it right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you. We just bless your name right now. We bless your name right now. Hallelujah to his name, guys. He is worthy to be praised. So let's get on with this afternoon praise right now. Let me tell you guys, I have been up since 6 a.m. this morning running around. It did not permit me to have time to do anything but to give my heavenly father some praise, to thank him when I woke up this morning and then I was out the door. But I said to myself, self, the day, the minute, the hour is still here. And God is still in the blessing business. He is sovereignly in control. Why not do morning inspirations this afternoon? Somebody somebody might need to hear this. Somebody might need to hear it in this moment. And if that is you, let's to getting getting to getting where we're going right now. Right now we are in chapter 13. And I am reading out of the Master King James this morning. And it says keeping the Passover and the, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whosoever opened the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast. It is mine. And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which ye came from Egypt out of the house of bondage. For by the strength of the hand of the Lord brought you out from this place. There shall be no leavened bread to be eaten. This day came ye out in the month of Abib. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Hivites and the Jesuits, which he swore unto their fathers to give thee a land of flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall be no leavened bread be to be seen with thee, neither shall be leaven seen in thee in all thy quarters. And thou shalt show thy son in this day, saying, This is done because that which the Lord did unto me 
when I came forth out of Egypt. And it shall be for a sign unto thee thy hand and for thy memorable between thy eyes that the Lord's law may be in thy mouth. For with a strong hand he, the Lord, has brought thee out of Egypt. Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in his season from year to year. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore unto thee to thy fathers, and shall give it to thee, that thou shalt be set apart unto the Lord, all that openeth the matrix and every firstling that cometh of a beast which thou hast, that the male shall be the Lord's. And every firstling of a ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb, and if thou would not redeem it, then thou shalt break his neck, and all the firstborn of man among thy children shall thou redeem. And it shall be when thy son asked thee in time to come, saying, What is this that thou shalt say to him? Be strengthened of the hand, the strength by the strength of the hand of the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the house of bondage. And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that the Lord slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both in the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore, I sacrifice to the Lord all that opened the matrix being male, but all the firstborn of my children I redeem. And it shall be a token upon thy hand for the frontlets between thy eyes, for by the strength of the hand of the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, let us perventure the people repent when they see war, they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had strayly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud and led them away and by night in the pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Phiharoth, between Mildol and the sea, between Belzophon and before it shall ye encamp by the sea. And guys, those last two words, don't quote me on them. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all 
the host, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and all his servants were turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel grow from serving us? And he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and the captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel and the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and all his horsemen and his army and overtook and camping by the sea beside them. And when Pharaoh drew nigh to the children of Israel, he lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Where therefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it has been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we would die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you this day. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And the Lord shall fight for you and shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, where therefore cry out thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the middle of the sea. And I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them and I will get my honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am Lord when I have gotten my honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, re removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from their face and they stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, and it was a cloud and a darkness to them. But it gave light by night to these, so that the ones came not near the other all night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back, a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went in the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall upon them on their right and left side. And the Egyptians pursued in them went after them in the midst of the sea, all of Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, what? And, that, and it came to pass that in the morning watched the Lord look upon the host of Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egypts, Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels that they, gave, they drove them heavily so that 
the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon the chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon the chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots, and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. They remained not so much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall upon them on their right hand and on their left. And thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the sea shore. And Israel saw the great works which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. So guys, let's break this down. So, in verse 1, chapter 1, it says, Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, not one among the children of Israel or from the uh, beast. So God is asking him right here, my Matthew Henry tells me, it is in preservant of Israel's firstborn and, of course, in remembrance. God here lays claim to his particular, to the firstborn of the Israelites by right of protection. Sanctify to me all firstborn. God who is first and best should have first and best unto him. So it's telling us right there that, you know, as much as, as God went out of his way to take care of his people, the Israelites are to give to him his first, their firstborn. And remember this day, as he talked to them, he had Moses tell them about the levy and unleavened bread. We all should be giving thanks to God each and every day of our lives that we wake up and breathe our first breath. It was once told to me this way, and I put it in practice. When you wake up in the morning and you realize that you are, it is a new day, a new hour. You have gone to bed. I don't care if it's an hour later or a couple hours later. If God breathes breath into your body, lay there still for a minute. Lay still and give thanks to God for allowing you to have another day, for breathing breath into your body and having favor over your life, keeping a hedge of protection round and about you. We all go through life rushing, rushing, even on our social media sites, you see the memes or whatever they call them 
where they say, oh, don't scroll past this without taking 30 seconds or one minute to thank, thank God. Say amen, type amen in the comments. You should be doing that when you realize that God has breathed breath into your body. So here, he's telling them, I take claim on you particular people that you will sanctify unto me your firstborn. The most valuable thing to us, our firstborn that gives us joy, gives, our hope, gives us hope, my Matthew Henry tells me. Therefore, there shall be mine, says the Lord. Yeah, I don't know anybody else that I would give my firstborn to besides the Lord. And he tells them, there is an excellency, excellency, pardon me, of dignity and power that belongs to them and their children, their heirs. My Matthew Henry also tells me that the remembrance of their coming out of Egypt is also to perpetuate the remembrance of that day, to be a good token as the most remarkable days of their lives, the birth of a nation and the day of coming of age to be no longer under the rod of the Egyptians. And I think that is a glorious thing. It also reminds us in my Matthew Henry, thus the day of Christ's resurrection, resurrection is to be remembered, for in it we are raised up with Christ out of death, out of death's house of bondage. But it also goes on to take, break down the leavened and the unleavened bread. And I made some notes on this. <clears throat> For seven days, you shall eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day, a feast. That is the orders of God. But leavened bread, for those that don't know, contains small amounts of yeast or another leavening agent. Unleavened is more dense, not having the proper time to rise. And as I read on, the reasoning of this is because God allowed them to have a feast before they left. He gave the children instruction to have a feast, cover their homes, with the blood of the lamb, their, their, their posts, their doorposts. Take in a family, two together, if, if one was too small, and have this feast. Burn everything that's left. Because they had to do everything in such a hurry. Because God was getting ready to move in their lives. He was getting ready to show himself mighty in their lives. The, the great I am. I'm getting ready to show you my love for you. And I'm also getting ready to show Pharaoh and his servants and the other Egyptians 
that I am God. I am the great I am. I am who I say I am. And everything on earth and in heaven belongs to me. So this Passover is in remembrance of him bringing them up out of bondage. This feast is in remembrance. And I don't know about you guys, but after the seventh day, I would want to have a feast of the good stuff. The good stuff, the stuff with the yeast in it. He also went on to tell them with further direction concerning their firstborn that their firstborn children would be redeemed and by no means sacrificed as the Gentiles sacrificed their children and Moloch. The price of redemption of the firstborn was fixed by the law, and you can read that in Numbers, at five shekels. Further direction concerning the uh, children all those raising up generations from one time to another time, no matter. The children should be directed and encouraged to ask their parents questions concerning the things of God. We should be able to show them cause for what we do in religion as sacraments are sacrificed by the word so that it must be explained and understood by it. God's service is reasonable. And in this, accept it when we perform it intelligently, knowing what we do and why we do it. Mercies to our Father are mercies to us. We reap the benefit of them. Much more reason have we to say that in death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we were redeemed. God tells them, he tells Moses to tell them when, you, when your children ask, why do we do this? You tell them it was because he set you free. He brought us up out of bondage. He freed us from the hands of our enemy. He showed himself mighty on our behalf. I don't know about you guys, but I serve a God that is solemnly in control, sovereignly in control. And any stretch of his hand that he places on my life, it is for my good. We all go through trials and triumphs, but that's the test of our faith. But God's favor is better than money. His favor, when you have God's favor on your life, it surrounds you like a shield. Favor surrounds you like a shield. Look at all the wonders that our Heavenly Father did for His first son. He called these people His first son. Remember when He told Pharaoh, take your hands off my first son or your first son will surely die. He did everything that he said he was going to do after giving Pharaoh chance after chance after chance, even though God kept telling us, I'm going to harden his heart. There was a lesson to be learned in that. 
there was a lesson. He said, I'm going to show myself. I'm going to show you who's God. Let God have his way in your life today. Let him have his way. Let favor surround you like a shield. Lean not to your own understanding. We've got a lot going on in the United States of America. We have got a lot going on in other countries. But I know God is sovereignly in control. We don't understand why things are happening in Maine, Israel, Russia, the different places, Pakistan, Hamas. We don't understand all the fuss and all the noise and all the killing. But our God knows what he's doing best. And sometimes as humans, it does not feel good to lose a loved one. But I serve a mighty God and he's always in control. Be blessed on this Friday afternoon, wherever you might be in your life in this moment right now. Ask God to forgive you for anything that you said, done, or thought that was unpleasing to him. Say the prayer of repentance. Start your new life. Start your new walk. Get yourself in a Bible-based church and get to know your Heavenly Father because He certainly wants to get to know you. Peace and blessings to you all until Monday. If you can't do anything else this weekend, if you can't find yourself right now in a place in your life where you want to go to attend anybody's church service, there is more than enough information out here on your social media pages, the gram, Facebook, YouTube. There are certainly more than enough ministers, bishops, pastors, evangelists across these platforms where you can find somebody that you can relate to. Everybody's not relatable. But you can find something that you can relate to. And if you don't want to do it with another person, just do like I did in the beginning. I just gave my life back over to God and I asked him to come on in the room, have his way. And I began to read the word for myself so I could see what God wanted me to see and what he wanted me to do. And I started incorporating him in my daily life, little bits at a time, until I could see a new thing inside of me. No matter what anyone said, I felt the new thing that he was doing with me. Peace and blessings to you all until Monday morning, if it be in God's will.